Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Clone Wars Commentary. I'm your host, Cheyenne, and I'm joined, as always, by Brody. Say hi. Hello. Uh, thanks, Brody, for being here and talking, like you said earlier off podcast, two of like the episodes that don't really have anything to talk about. Just got a lot of Easter eggs. Yeah, like they have little forces that's like, you could talk about it. Yeah. And like the, the most interesting episodes, in my opinion, are like the first like four mm-hmm. and then like the last two. Okay. But but that again, there is there is some like important stuff in the next episode. I so figured. So it's like, you know, there's... There's there's important stuff all around, but yeah. I I digress. We're here to talk about the cool stuff and how you can take away this these episodes and think they're the best. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully there are people out here who think they're the best because I I don't. But they are good. They are very good. To be fair, um, just because they're not the best doesn't make them bad. <laughs> Me backpedaling. Uh, and yeah, by the end of episode six, you can tell that the next episode will be important at the very least, if not entertaining as well. Um, <clears throat> so. We've moved on from the first four episodes that kind of establish what the show is going to be um, and who the characters are, uh, if you didn't already know that <laughs> ahead of time. But episode five is called Rampage, uh, which I think is very fitting for this episode. Uh, but I expected more of a Rampage than what we got, but I get why they named it that. Um, this one is... The the Bad Batch just goes on a mission, uh, but they had to strike a deal to go on that mission. So they meet Sid, uh, which we'll talk about in a second, and they have to go retrieve something, but they don't know what, and they only know that her name is Moochie, and that she's a child. Um, they don't know what kind of child, and they end up taking the Havoc Marauder, going to, where'd they go? Or No, Ord Mantell is where Sid is, right? Or Mantel is where Sid is. Where? Where did they go? Uh, I forgot already. Let's <laughs> listen. Uh, I pull uh, these things up so that I don't make this mistake. But all I wrote down was Or Mantel. <laughs> Brody provides the the Google search music. <laughs> also, they gave Omega crosshairs comlink. Um, Oh, Which wait. was just like a cute uh, little interaction. This is old Ord Mantell. So yes, this is the same. Oh. It's also Ord Mantell. They just go on the other side of the planet, pretty much. Okay, great. I was like, I didn't remember them saying a different name, but I guess they did. Okay. Yeah, cool. it's so just I like, ah, you know, in the old city. And like I just thought, you know, it was the planet, but or yeah. another, a different planet, but it's same. different. It's not. All right. And they meet Sid. Sid is like kind of the main not the main point of this episode, but the main character dive that we're able to take at least right now. Uh, she's a Trandoshan female residing on Ord Mantell, and she runs Sid's Parlor, uh, just another seedy cantina added to the list. Um, and then, <coughs> excuse me, we learned that Echo... I mean, what cantina isn't seedy in Star That's Wars? Fair. That's fair. Yeah. Like, what's a fine dining establishment there in Star one. Wars? De- Dex's Except- Diner. Or maybe like, ca- what do you mean? <laughs> like, uh, no, Texas Town is kind of not like. Yeah, being in New Jersey, we are. I think we're the number one state with the most diners in like the state. Listen, I love that so much. I want to go to a real no, diner. No, honest, so bad, badly. No, I, uh, there's one place. I'm not gonna say the name because all of our fans will bombard it. 
but if you ever come up to New Jersey, oh my god, that's like one of the first places I'll be taking you for like yes. the first night dinner. I'll be there like, tomorrow. Yes, <laughs> dude. Like, I- don't even don't even play. We'll have the time of our lives. Yeah, we would. Yeah, we would. I eventually I'll be able to travel without a care in the world, but tomorrow is not that time. <laughs> Uh, but maybe one yeah, day. Yeah, we'll focus on tomorrow to work for the next time. Yes, good. Yeah. Um, so Sid's Parlor, Seedy Cantina edition, but also uh, Sid, like most cantina owners, has some past to her. Um, and hers is that, and this is, we learned most of this through Echo um, because he knew who she was in a sense, that she was an informant for the Jedi before Order 66, obviously, uh, before Order 66. Um, but that was, like, the only way that Echo knew her name was, like, by happenstance, I guess. Um, he had never met her, so Problems do we know? Yeah. <laughs> do we think that, my kind of theory question for you is, do we think that, uh, like, Rex or anybody had met her before? Uh possibly you know it's like assuming that it is echo and you know he was a member of the 501st legion Mm -hmm. he would probably you know anakin would probably be the one to do that so she might even just be like an informant of anakin's and that's all he kind of knows true Mm -hmm. or it could have even been obi-wan's because they were always together obi-wan and anakin and he could have been like like, oh, I heard them over talking something about Sid on Lord Mantell. Like, because Obi Wan has a lot of connections. That's true. That is true. Yeah. And even if maybe they never met her specifically, maybe she had her own little thing going on on Lord Mantell and then that got back. Like to her them. own, like, fulcrum style. Like, yeah. like, oh, here I am. It's me, Sid. And I just want to tell you that uh, here's the plan of the mission of the thing. Yeah. Yes. Um, I like that they include Omega in the little things like her figuring out who Sid actually was. Um, because for moments like that, she mm-hmm. d- she can't really have a huge role, but for them to include her in that way, it's really nice. It's well-written, I would say. Uh, it's also at the time that we're kind of learning about their new their next job is that we're also learning that Wrecker's head still hurts. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't remember how he got After that After getting already. whacked. whacked. Uh, when they landed on the Ordo Moon... Uh, on episode three. Oh, okay, yes. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and he says something along the lines of, it's just a smash and grab like on Kuat. So I hope if we haven't already heard about that story in like a comic that we get to see or talk about that at some point because what is even a smash and grab and where is Kuat and what were they doing? Well, a smash and grab in general terms is, you know, just destroying a bunch of stuff and getting what you came in Smash for. and grab. You know, just cause a, a bunch of havoc. Yeah, you smash it and then you grab it. And uh, Quat is the um, the place where Star Destroyers, AT-ATs are, like, manufactured. <gasps> okay, I didn't know the, that. The, uh, in the Quat drive yards. Nice. Okay. Unless it's a different quad with like a Q, but it's no. K-U-A-T. Yes, it's that one. I wrote that yep, down, yep, so yep. I remembered how it was spelled. Because I would have forgotten if I didn't Beautiful. Um Beautiful. Hunter, at this point, also has not totally figured out the dad thing, because he looks at uh, Omega and says, that's an order. <laughs> and it's like, just like a little softer, Hunter. Just just bring it down like, a, like this much. I feel like especially this, because it's like, they're going on like a mission mission. <clears throat> because before... 
Like Omega hasn't been on a mission mission. <laughs> She's been like, you know, she was about to get pawned off to cut. Then they crash landed. And then what happened? They, what happened in oh. episode four? Oh, they, <laughs> they like went for supplies. They got supplies. Yeah. I was about to say, I don't know. That's when Fennec found them. <laughs> and that was it. That's all mm-hmm. I remember. And um, they found out that a bounty hunter was after them, and that's why they came bounty. to Sid because it's like, hey, we know that you know bounty hunters, so can you identify <laughs> this bounty hunter, please? I'm just picturing like Hunter with that kind of that would say that bounty hunter. Does he does he have like the cat girl headset? Because it's, it's like just... the like meow 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 like kind of thing. God. You know what? I did see a sick one of those headsets the other day uh, on TikTok. Genuinely, all jo- all joking aside, they're so cute. Yeah. And it's like, man, if I wanted to keep like a modicum of masculinity intact, I probably shouldn't buy one. <laughs> Already, it's a little shredded. <laughs> well, this one no, had not- lights on it. So it was like pointy cat ears. Um, and it was oh like, god, it was, it. yeah, it was like gamer lights. Oh right. my god, I want it. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. I want one. <laughs> I want two. Oh. I want three even. <laughs> Buy one for all of us. We'll just stream with cat headsets. Um, well, the Kessel crew will become a cat podcast. Cat crew. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> the the Kessel crew. <laughs> oh no. We're spiraling. Okay, <laughs> so we they That's go. That's what Castle Run Weekly is all about. The it really spiraling. is. It really is. We wouldn't it's be so who spiraling we are that it. it's hip. It's hypnotizing. <laughs> yeah. So yes, many it spirals. Is. I shouldn't laugh. That's true. Um, the they go off on this mission, um, and she is very smart and sneaks out. Um, but while they're on the mission, whenever they the Zygerians come and try to figure out if anybody's in the ship. But uh, they get, like, kind of ambushed by a... I'm going to say this two different ways. Breezak or Brezik? I, it's probably Breezak's. Breezak. Uh, Breezak it's a, sounds cooler. It does. Uh, it's a Zygerian gliding lizard. Uh, and the way that the, the Star Wars word for it is Reptavian. <laughs> which I love. Oh. Well, is um, is uh, the Veridactyl a reptavian? What even is that? That's a boga. A what? The the giant green feathered lizard that Obi Wan rides in Revenge of the Sith. Oh yes. So it's funny (laughs) that you say that because the picture when you pull up Wikipedia, or no, I'm on fandom. Um, the picture of the Brizak is. With Obi Wan on it, and I'm oh, like, that's not the same. Right next to no, and I'm like, that's not the same creature that he rode. So I was glad that you said that. Um, I guess that would also be considered uh, reptavian, but I don't yeah. think that one can oh, fly. No, a, a veractyl, not a veridactyl. Veractyl. Yeah, um, I don't think they can fly though. This one does yes, move it like is that. Also, this is classified also as a reptavian. Interesting. I love that. Mm. Um, They're herbivorous. Herbivorous? I want to see if it says anything about um, being able to fly or at very least glide. (laughs) Yeah. This one says that it glides by its skin flaps. 
And I said that out loud because everybody needed to hear it since I had to read that. <laughs> it's like disgusting. It goes around with skin flaps. If you missed it the first time, just for clarification. Horrible. Disgusting. Um, but a really cool flap, creature. Flap, 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 flap. <laughs> Gross. Um, I also mentioned the Zygerians. Flappy, flappy skin. <laughs> Very half-handedly. Forever. And yeah, honestly. Um, but we've seen the Zygerians multiple times before. Uh, I yes. don't even remember the first time we saw them, but the first time that I remember seeing them is the episode where Ahsoka had to pretend to be a slave and Anakin had to like infiltrate. Um, that's also and and hit on the queen. Yes. Which, like, if all things considered, Zygerians are pretty hot. <laughs> They are beautiful along along both sides. You know, it's just like wow. They have great bone structure. Only they weren't, you know, slavers. Yeah, if they weren't horrible beings, if they didn't own slaves, it would be the whole package. But since they own slaves, (laughs) I'm gonna have to back out of that deal. They basically run the slave trade. The worst deals I could ever make. They're horrible. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Zygerians suck. Even though they does not support the slave trade. No. <laughs> I feel like we need to preface that. I do. I do love that. I do love when you're able to just throw those in there because it's very important. But also, we just really funny. need to hammer it in that we are very PC. Yeah, we would like to clarify at all times. Um, so, maybe not. You know, what? honestly, we might not be Star Wars PC because we might say like pronounce things wrong. True. Like <laughs> that to the degree of like, you know how it's like when some people say like the wrong thing. Like, um, instead of saying like something people, it's the something. It's like that's the wrong way to say you're that's supposed true. to say like, the something people. Yes. It's like, oh, uh, a Brizak or Brezik, and we're and like all the fans are like, um, it's Brezak, and it's just like, you know, we could be, we could just be butchering things. Like, yeah. I feel like the word butcher has been used in the last several podcasts in a row because we just do, we be butchering we out here. Do it. We just do it. We're not perfect, yeah, but we try our best, and that's what matters. That's what counts, really. Really, <laughs> um, so. The only t- there's two things that I have left uh, for this episode. Well, I guess three. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, the we get like this like moment where uh, I knew as soon as I saw his stupid hand that she was talking to Bib Fortuna. Um, but I also was, was like those long fingly nails. Yeah, gross. I was like, don't assume. So I wrote it with a question mark, but then I wrote, he's speaking Huttese. And we already we had just met Moochie, I think at that point. Um or no, we were about to meet Moochie. Um and so we were I was like, I don't know if it would be Bib because what would they need like this slave child for? Um, because at the very least, Jabba didn't really have children around him in any of the things that we've seen besides his own child. We pray. We pray that he didn't. Yeah. There were rare, there were no children in, in his little palace area or anything. So I was like, ah, uh, maybe it's not Jabba. Except maybe for Rada it's something Hutt. else. So maybe it was like, oh, Rada just needs a friend. <laughs> it's just a buddy. That's what we're looking for. Um... 
So I tried not to assume, but then it gets revealed when Omega... (laughs) This is one of my favorite lines. um, When Omega's like, I wasn't sneaking. I was unlocking. And then Moochie comes out. I loved that. That was a good moment. Um, Mm -hmm. And I loved the size of Moochie. (laughs) So cute. Um, I know. Moochie's honestly like... It's like the like kind of like ugly cute. Mm-hmm. Like the, it's like I don't want to say like a specific thing because I know people are gonna be like they're adorable, <laughs> but maybe like uh maybe like the the goldfish that have like the ridiculously large eyes. You know those ones. Yes, I know exactly it's what like, you're talking about. Like some people could say that that's an abomination or that is the cutest thing I've ever seen. I'm one for the latter. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know. Or people like pugs, you know, people, I would say like a Rancor has kind of like a puggish, like yeah, short nose, short style. I don't like pugs, but Actually, I do I think agree. The, the growls from the Rancor were actually recorded by a weenie dog with like reverb and like oh, different sound effects on it. God. And I have a weenie dog. I have a, a Shih Tzu weenie mix. <gasps> I'm sure I've sent you pictures before. No. Have, have I ever shown you? No. Are you kidding Please me? Please send them to me I've never right shown you now. Suki. Her I've never name is Suki? Suki? Yes. Her name oh is my Suki. God. I hope How everybody I listening is as offended as I am. Suki, your Shih Tzu wiener dog. Are you kidding yes. me? I would... A hundred percent. I don't remember a lot of things, but I would a hundred percent remember if I'd ever met your dog Suki. Well, I know you never met, but I, well, I thought maybe at Disney I could have shown photos. you like a photo of her. No. Yeah, I'm. Se- I'm just sending you a bunch of photos. Please. She's got this long weenie body, and like this scruffy like Shih Tzu face. This long Shih Tzu hair. Oh my god. They all just sent. Oh my god. Are you kidding She's me? She's an absolute baby. She's an a- like, we're pretty much like we raised her to not be a dog, but just be like a small baby. She just acts like a baby. That this is the cutest picture I've ever seen. The one with her looking up. That that she's wrapped in the blanket. Oh my yes. god. She she loves being wrapped up in blankets. She what like a she gets like fussy. Well, recently we actually bought a heated blanket. Ooh. Like, uh, like this really nice, like small heated blanket, and like she growls when people tries to get it. Now it's just like, <gasps> and it's like, oh, jeez, okay, spicy. No, she's always been like a pain because like dachshunds are hunter dogs, uh, mm. weenie dogs. They're they're hunter dogs, and um, she she has like a little nip in her. She likes to nibble and play, but when you like you know stand your ground and tell her no, she is you know back to being a dog. Yeah, that's back sometimes to Sometimes she dog. gets a little. She she sometimes gets too big of a head. I feel like and, that you also know, doesn't get it. I feel like that also applies to Moochie, <laughs> since there's a social yes, like, hierarchy of rancors. Well, <laughs> also, all things considered, they are you know, she's small mm-hmm. compared to a rancor, <laughs> but she's huge yeah. to a person. Yeah, Wrecker was the only one that could take her on. Um, and at also, the end of the day, they're just like, uh, uh, oh, 
oh my god like they're just tired stressed at the end, and tired and just practically cuddling at the end yeah it was so cute um so also cute. before wrecker even did any of that and fought moochie he literally they were chilling and arguing with the zygerians and then the zygerians get distracted and wrecker just rips off all the restraints and i'm like you could have done that the whole time. You were just waiting the well, whole they, time. They had to wait for the right <laughs> opportunity because, you know, know, if everyone was looking and they started ripping them off, oh they'd be like, God. oh, crap. Pew, 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 and just start shooting them. Yeah, those light whips don't unarmed. play. It was just so funny to that, think about. Also, I was like, they also have their bows and stuff. Oh, yeah, true. They are such a dangerous species. Um, The other species that I didn't look up because uh, it's very minor and quick, but have we seen Faline species before? The Faline, the, the, what looked like the dad and the daughter species. Uh, the green yes, people. Yes, those are, those are member, that's the same species as the members of the Black Sun. If you remember uh, them, the crime syndicate, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they were the ones that Savage Press like, decapitated, like, 12 of them in Classic. one fell swing. Nice. Such a cool scene. I mean, scene. not nice, but cool. Clone Wars did not play when it came to decapitation. Even Ahsoka got a, like, a six kill, like a sextuple kill. True. That one time with the Death Watch. Yeah. She, like, spun around with her lightsabers and, like, sliced, like, six Death Watch guys in the yeah. neck. And it's like, yo. Yeah. That's brutal. They love that. Um, so Such a good show. <clears throat> it really was. Uh. It is. It exists forever. Uh, do you have anything before I talk about the the Easter eggs of the episode? Um, is Moochie included? Just talking about Moochie? I think so. I think, yes, it is. She is. All right. We'll see what you got to say, and I'll see if my input's added. Okay. The first one is pretty minor. Uh, Sid is played by, or voiced by, Rhea Perlman, uh, who is a Cheers cast member. I guess that's the right mm-hmm. word. Um, and she's the third <coughs> Cheers veteran to be a part of Star Wars. Um, and then the really? names. Yeah. And I didn't look up the list of the others, but I do have a link to it if I wanted to. Um, and then I guess the name Sid is also uh, from Final Fantasy, which I've never played. Uh, oh, yeah. That's like, like a guy. That's. There's some yeah, like, he's, references he's a guy on both with, sides. He's got like some straw. He's got straw in his mouth. That's all I know about him. I love that. I love I that that's like, the specific thing it, that you know about him. In Kingdom Hearts, he's a shopkeeper. I know that much. Okay. All right. I haven't even... For some reason, he goes from, like, awesome, super, like, butt-kicking hero to being like, yeah, I sell potions. Health potions. I'll <laughs> that's going to be money. me. Spelled M-U-N-N-Y. <laughs> I hope that I am like Sid from this from the bad batch i hope that i'm like her when i'm old <laughs> i don't know how old she is yeah, but i like hope that i'm like her all, all knowing pretty strong and just like overall clever knows what she's talking about yeah yes and then just yells at a kid that goes you got noodle arms that's why you can't hit the make the shot i know that's in the next <laughs> you got noodle arms kid yeah. bam, bam, bam. <laughs> yes specifically that um okay the next one is moochie the rancor because she is an Easter egg in and of herself. Um, she's not the same Rancor, apparently, uh, which I was no, kind of disappointed to not. find out. What you got on no. Moochie? What you I want to th- talk about? That was one of the main facts because ev- a lot of people in the beginning were like, oh, so that's how Jabba got his Rancor. No. no. Uh, I think the name is uh, Patassi. 
Patassi. Patassi. Uh, oh, let me see if this has it. Is the name of Jabba's Rancor? Uh, let me see. Oh, Patissa. 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 I, I, I mixed Cute. them up. I mixed up the vowels. Very close. Very yes. close. Uh, it says he was similar. Oh, my God. <laughs> similarly procured <laughs> um, by Bib Fortuna. So Patissa was procured in a similar fashion, but. <laughs> Jabba's palace presumably needs multiple rancors to keep up with the demand for eating people who have been thrown into pits. <laughs> now I wonder. <laughs> we've seen um Patissa die. Mm-hmm. But do you think that Moochie will be Boba's rancor in the <gasps> book of Boba Fett? Oh my god. Honestly. Do you think he would still even have a rancor? Because I don't maybe, think that he will. Because maybe, you know, he, he, wants to rule, he wants to rule with respect. But I mean, yeah. like, you're not going to get any less respect if you got, like, a freaking rancor under your boot at all times. Yeah. I don't think that he will have one. But I don't know. Part Like, obviously, part of me wants to say, yeah, because I wish that he would. And I wish that it would be Mochi. But Mochi. Mochi. Um, mochi. This mochi. isn't a delicious Japanese sweet. This is a ma- This is a gargantuan <laughs> monster. Don't get it confused, everybody. Uh, I don't think it would be Moochie, and I don't think... I think that if he has a creature at his side, I don't think it'll be a Rancor. And I don't know why I feel that way. I hope I'm wrong. I hope it is her. I hope she's living her best life with him. <laughs> okay. Sorry, girl. I'm 100% I'm 100% distracted by the cat. <laughs> I was wondering if you saw her. I haven't fed her yet, so she's probably mad at me. Oh my god! Both of you are haven't been fed. Yeah, I'm freaking I feel like you starving. Take care of that before. Oh my god! All right, then we'll wrap the wrap no. up the next episode. So no, what else do we okay. got on the list? Here, hold on. Uh, so Bib Fortuna and Jabba are <laughs> takes the peach cup. Um, our <laughs> Easter eggs. So is Ord Mantel. Uh, Ord Mantel is from uh, Han Solo mentioning it in Empire. Uh, and then it also mm-hmm. says this one I didn't know offhand. This is I'm learning it just now. Um, Ord Mantell is one of the planets players can visit in the Old Republic and in Shadows of the Empire. Um, mm-hmm. and Dash Rendar is like gets into trouble there. Um, and I think that's it. Zygerians are also technically an Easter egg. No, no, not for sure. Even I recognize the name, and sometimes it takes me a minute to do that. Has there been an original planet in Bad Batch? Yes, yes, there has. Okay, I was sorry, like, I, I don't know. Think about that. <laughs> it's okay. I had to speak it out loud. Well, the Ordo Moon is new, but there's a couple planets that have been introduced that yeah, you know are. I did new. love the Ordo Moon. Okay, yeah. Let's start with episode six. Uh, this one is called Decommissioned. Uh, it also features several Easter eggs that we'll get into in a second. Um, and this is just basically a continuation, which is why I kind of lump them together, only because it's them continuing a job for Sid, but the cliffhanger that this episode <laughs> leaves you on is kind of intense um or at least it was for me i was literally yeah. watching it on the way home in my car because i can like listen for the most part um mm-hmm. and the just the way that she like said that to whoever she was talking to i was like oh and by she i mean here's our first easter egg also rafa and trace martez uh last place we saw them gone with a trace in clone wars Season seven. Very briefly. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about them? Do you like them? Do you care? Are they just cool characters? I don't really care. You know, I think they're a fine addition to Star Wars. You know, say what you will about them. It's like, 
fine, you know? I'm not I'm not too picky. It's like a Star Wars character is a Star Wars character. Like, it's I don't fair. think they're perfect. Mm-hmm. But it, it's still <clears throat> cool to see, like, characters from Clone Wars exist. You can see where they are now. Oh, without It's like, you know, I think that's... I think that's groovy. So yeah, I'm happy with their addition here, but it's also like, what are they doing? Yes, exactly. I was literally, I was like, okay, so like, why do you feel like, I know we know where you were in season seven, as far as like making a a name for yourselves uh, on Coruscant. But what led you to this point? Because you are both acting like you've been severely betrayed (laughs) by someone. Uh, and I want to know who, because it wasn't I mean, Ahsoka. Like, Ahsoka got scooped up by the Mandalorians and dipped. Yeah. So, after they, were, she was like, yeah, I'll be a part of your crew. I'll stick around for a while. And then the Mandalorians came in just like, Ahsoka Tano, not today. Yeah. So, very interesting. Um, I also am the kind of indifferent I about them. That arc, I was... The last time I watched that arc, I was in uh, Disney. I was in the <gasps> hotel. Nice. I should watch season seven again, but that means that I will have to sob again and I'll have to mentally prepare for that. So, um, Also, speaking of the Martez mm. sisters, the droid that they're traveling with, um, <clears throat> R7, which they just refer to as R7, I guess also potentially used to be Ahsoka's, but I think hers like blew up <laughs> in a crash. So um uh, R7 was one of the droids that got shot in the last episode of Clone Wars th- that like tried to help Ahsoka and Rex get out of that area. Okay. But they're like, "Oh, you dumb droids" and started blasting all of them. Fair. Yes. But at the last scene where Rex is next to his Y-wing, mm-hmm. uh R7's parts are right there just kind of like <clears throat> leaning. But for some reason, in that episode, R7 changes colors. Mm. So for one Mm. shot, you see Ahsoka's droid, like, you know, with the red, the white, and the green. But then when you go to the next scene, it's like, I think it's like black and goldish? Hold on. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I gotta confirm for sure, even if they kept this in. Yeah. Give it a goog. I'll do another, one of the other egg Easter eggs. Yeah, so here's our seven being a cute little gold, a uh, green and red droid. Christmas droid. Great. Yep, Christmas droid. And then <coughs> when we get to the end, yeah, it's like a dark black droid. Hold on. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it's 100% a different, different color droid. droid. What is going on? So maybe and their they droid wasn't that. Two. Yeah. I don't even know. Because, um, like, it's, it even has, like, yellow stripes on its chest, so it's just like, what is that? Like, what droid is that? Because that's not the droid. Maybe they, like, maybe it was like, oh, have R7 alongside your other black droid. Right. Which could give you transmissions. Yeah. Also, like, because... I know that we refer to all of them individually, but aren't they like a model? Like R7 is a model of a droid, right? Mm-hmm. Like, cause we've always referred to them like R2, R7, uh, AP5. Like they are those individuals, but R4, R4, like they all are also just a part of a long line of R4s, you know? So it could just yeah, be that. Well, <laughs> but 
Because given the specific combinations of, of numbers and letters, mm-hmm. like you, you have a decent amount of like droids, but for such a massive scale, that leaves the combinations probably in the thousands, right? Of different varieties of two digit numbers, not like regardless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I wonder if I could look up exactly how many combinations I could get with, you know, the letters of the alphabet, ten digits. And, you know, two digits only at a time. How many combinations can I get of that? Too many. So many. There's got to be a thing on Google for you to do that. Um, Because also think, like, how many R2-D2s are out there? Yeah. There can't be. More than one. There can't be. That would be wrong, and I would be sad. But then there would only be, like, maybe a a couple like a couple hundred or maybe even a thousand of r2 units out there before they moved on to the next r series that's true that's true so it's like it makes you think like because the r series (laughs) the r series is you know it's a it's a mark to show what series it is what generation of droid it is r2 is older but r7 is much newer with a lot newer like designs and features so it makes you wonder what really makes an R series an R series. Yeah. And do they duplicate them? Because it's like maybe because I have no idea what dictates its color. Like when they're thought, manufactured, are they just like randomly made? Yeah. I always thought the shape of their head had a lot to do with it and the type of wheels that they had. And then I'm assuming mm-hmm. this is an assumption I've made also just now thinking about it. Probably the tools that they have, the equipment that they can use um, probably mm-hmm. makes them a little different. But yeah, I thought like all our series probably have a round head because um, we've only Let ever seen all our series droids because there's a picture that shows all the I'm not looking for motorcycles. I'm not <laughs> looking for Yamaha brand motorcycles. It's fine. You could be. I am um, not Yamaha brand specifically, just motorcycles. So I'm sending you this picture. Okay. And it shows the generations from R1 to R9. R1. Whoa. Okay. So mm-hmm. I guess they're not all round heads. They're not all round heads, but also an R7. That's a completely different looking droid right there. You know, that's yeah. very different. I don't know if that is legends or not. But still, like, our our R7 Mm -hmm. looks like an R2 or even an R3. Yeah, that's true. R5 is the one that's in that too. Got a bad motivator. R6 is the type of droid that I built at uh, Galaxy's Edge. Oh, yeah. That's cute. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't even... So, yeah, it it just makes you think, like, what (coughs) the difference Yeah, there's some details that and we're missing. do you think that <laughs> R-series models can even go into three-digit numbers? Like, can there be, like, R4-2? Like, just one <laughs> digit? Or Probably. Or like, R7-E4-3? Like, it could be, like, a whole, like, it could be a longer number until the next model comes out, and we've only been introduced to the first, like, tw- uh, like, in the 10 digits of yeah. numbers. I mean, they'd have to simply because of how large and wide the universe is, you know, they'd have to. Exactly. Cause they're a massive supplier of droids. Thank you for coming into the bad batch commentary. <laughs> we love droids. Um, um, another Easter egg. What from, did you think? What? Oh, oh, wait, no. What's the Easter egg? What's your, Easter Oh, egg? just Corellia. 
literally just Corellia. <laughs> just <laughs> just Corellia. The, the fact of Corellia existing in this episode uh, is an Easter egg. Corellia is <laughs> always a cool planet to head back to. It really is. You know, there's just a lot of history there. Like history that I love. I wonder at what point from now until then are they going to start developing Imperial ships as well, like mm-hmm. you know, Tie fighters and Star destroyers. Exactly. Because it's like the f- main manufacturer is Quad. I wonder. But there's also, wait, in Star Wars Battlefront, there's mm-hmm. a shipyard mm-hmm. in space that I think Star Destroyers just dock in to repair. It's like a big ring with oh, a God. bunch of docks on the yes, side. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, you remember that map? Yes, I do. Hate that thing. So I wonder. No, it's fun. I like it. Yeah, but I have um, to fly in that one. <laughs> I don't like flying. If it's the one I'm thinking ship. of. I'm just really bad at that, <coughs> I guess. Is, what was it over the... Fondor. Yes, the Fondor shipyards. Okay. Above the planet Fondor. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Multiple hangars for TIE fighters and several docking bays for Imperial class Star Destroyers. So, which, by the way... The world, the the word Star Destroyer sounds so cool when you think about it, like the Star Destroyer. And then also the Death Star, like a star of death. And it's like, that's so (laughs) groovy. It is. Honestly, Star Wars terminology is amazing. The Empire knows what to name their stuff because it's like when it comes to stuff like the Rebel ship, it's just like, oh, the YTX Cruiser. Mm-hmm. lame but with the empire it's just like yes the imperial light cruiser the star destroyer the death star you're not wrong the aesthetics and the the names of the empire and the bad guys really in all of star wars are just too good but even like the jedi still had like the arc fighter or the um the what's it called? Like the Jedi Interceptor. Like just cool names. While uh, the Separatists also had Vulture Droids, Hyena Bombers, Tri-Droid. Um, they just the had better marketing teams. <laughs> like Hailfire Droid, Spider Droid. And it's like, that's so cool. <laughs> Why do the bad guys have to have such cool things? Yeah, it sucks. It literally sucks. What were you going to ask like, me? No wonder they have people joining their sides. It's because they have cool names for stuff. Yeah. They were like, look at that. How am I supposed to walk away from this? What were you going to ask me? Do you remember? <laughs> oh, um, what did you think about the droids? The droids in this episode. Speaking about droids. Oh. The, uh, the droids getting decommissioned. What did you, th- based what the name of the episode uh, <laughs> based off of, what do you yeah. think? About the uh, droids coming back on and stuff and getting to see them. I think it was so interesting because, um, A, I really loved kind of how relatively simple it was for them to just reprogram the tactical droid. And I know that that's like Tech's whole thing, but um, that was very entertaining. And then for him to just be able to turn all of those droids on that were just like left in pieces, that was funny. But the one moment that really stuck out to me is that one of the droids was like, sorry just following orders and it's like the fact that he <laughs> was self-aware in that moment he's like i'm a bad guy i'm not supposed to be he's shooting like, these other bad sorry. guys and he just was so self-aware because every time that i think that i know about the battle droids or every time that i think that 
they won't add another aspect to them. They do. And it's always more like one step further into them being self-aware of what's going on. Now, here's something. Mm-hmm. So they have the tactical droid head mm-hmm. that they latch a piece of something onto. Mm-hmm. In Star Wars Rebels, Ahsoka brings to the Phoenix Squadron a, a, a severed uh, tactical droid head with something attached to it to help them find Rex. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's the same tactical droid head that they received? And since, you know, the uh, Martez sisters know <laughs> of Ahsoka and Rex, oh like, my God. you know, that whole crew, they gave that to them. To which they use to find Rex in the future. You're literally blowing my mind right now. <laughs> I thought the I same thing when I saw the episode. I was just like, wait a sec. I had not even considered that. That's, yeah, wow. I mean, I hope so. I hope that I we're not that out here really not getting cool paid by Lucasfilm when you're thinking of stuff like that. Um, That's insane. There's that. And also one of the best parts is the part that made me laugh really, really hard. Okay. When um, Trace is, you know, like, give it, like given an order and then Rafa just says it right back to her. And then uh, Trace goes, is there an Echo in here? And Echo goes, yes. And it's <laughs> yes. just like, what? I'm Echo. <laughs> Literally so good. That's She's like, is he serious? Nowhere, just like, like, is there an Echo in here? Yes. Just like 100% so serious, not even as a joke. Like, yes, what do you need? Yeah. I'm here for you. What do you need? Yeah, I love him. It's so funny. God, yeah, that was a great Echo moment. is just baby. He I really want to protect is. Echo with my life. I love Echo. Yeah. I hope nothing bad happens to him in season two. When they started picking on him about like not being able to find Sid, I was like, don't pick on him. He's been through a lot. <laughs> he has PTSD. so defensive. I was like, you don't know. But they, they do kind of. Even in the still. first episode, he has he has like a serious PTSD moment. Yeah, it's freaking ridiculous. Do you um, remember that a scene? Sweet bean. No. I don't remember anything, you know that. When um <laughs> after the what's it called? The cafeteria fight, Echo mm-hmm. gets knocked out. Uh, he gets hit by a tray. Uh-huh. And um he knocks out and then he's on a medical bed and there are droids <gasps> above him. And he's like, no, no, no more. No, yes. go away. Like, because, you know, his entire, like, after he got, <laughs> or sorry. <laughs> oh, I just dropped a bad word. It's okay. Uh, censor that with some pork sounds. I got you. I got you. Uh, I'm just going to text that to you. Uh, <laughs> I got it. It's all good. Censor pork <laughs> sound. Pork censor. Sorry. <laughs> I got really excited. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It'd be like that. It do. It's okay. Cool. No, <laughs> we've definitely dropped some worse swear. Well, actually, no. I think there's no worse swear. Well, there are, but I'm not gonna divulge what. That's true. I mean, I did. I did do a bleep on the last episode of me, um, but I did a very generic bleep. So I'm glad that you said pork sounds earlier. I don't think. I, I, I don't think I heard that. the bleep. I thought I heard like a cut because I think so. Did you cut out some commentary from that one? Yeah, I think I did. I think it was because we were talking about like the hot chocolate truck or something. We were like literally that. going off the rails. We were going off. We had a field day. We had a field day with that one. Yeah, that one was good. Um, but he got you know after he got taken <laughs> in by um 
sorry. It's okay. The, it, just, um, it was the techno union to become a strategist against his will. Yeah. Which anything against your will is not okay. Will induce PTSD. We support. We support consent. Yes. Castle Weekly does not support not consent. <laughs> that was the best disclaimer yet. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. Because consent's very important. Remember, kids. It is true. It is true. Coming um, from the guy who just said the F word, like <laughs> it's fine. Those are do not those are not associated. It's fine. <laughs> they actually um, say if you swear you're te- like more like uh what's it like vocally diverse? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Like I think mm-hmm. that there was like some kind of study that said if you swear often you have like a very diverse vocabulary. I love that. I love but that. It's fact. like I I could see that because I use complicated words, but mostly mm-hmm. when I swear, when I don't swear, I don't think of my words ever. Yeah, because you That's have to why actively. We need a podcast where we can swear. <laughs> get me on the Kamino anime. I know you can. You do get to come on that one soon. I promise. Um, we can talk about Seven Deadly Sins because I you like on... the first three seasons. I've never seen that one, so I will bring you on to a Jujutsu Kaisen episode because you and I can vibe about that. Um, Yay. <laughs> Unless you don't want to, <laughs> that wasn't a very enthusiastic yay. No, 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 no. That that was that was a genuine yay. Okay. Uh, it was just kind of like a quiet, like successful, like yay. Like I did it. Okay. Which I want to. Did, did I tell you about my Nakamano anime prank? I know we're diverging, but no, I just want to. No, it's okay. Tell me. Talk about. So, for anyone that doesn't know, uh, Cheyenne's other podcast that she does with her fantastic uh, host Shannon. Mm-hmm. Um, they have an anime podcast called Nakama no Anime, mm-hmm. and in the beginning of every episode, I do a disclaimer. <laughs> it's my voice doing a disclaimer saying how, like, there's swears, spoilers, and the opinions of the hosts, and yes. whatever. So, I would, like, halfway through the episode, <clears throat> I would just go, you're watching Nakama no Anime podcast. <laughs> this podcast and like i just want to make it seem like that their fo- like their podcast reset to the beginning oh no only to be like oh, i'm just messing with you <laughs> so mean <laughs> i feel like that somebody... would be funny but it's like so funny because it's like somebody it at is. home is gonna be like oh did i press the wrong button like it's like did i press something wrong did i have my phone in my pants and it pressed the button what happened those four people now i want to make it seem like that their phone's broken or something oh my god <laughs> so rude you heard it here oh first, God. y'all. Brody's rude. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm <laughs> he's out here. Want to see what happens. <laughs> he's out here to trip you up in your life, even when he's not actually there. <laughs> oh God. I'm, a, I'm the goofmeister. <laughs> okay. Um, I gotta so now it's Star Wars. Anyway, uh, what else do we have left to talk about this episode other than like the last minute hologram? Jam? Literally that. I think that's it. We that's we didn't really talk it. about yeah we didn't talk about Wrecker's like minor breakdown of his concussion getting to him, um and starting to say and him whispering like, "Good soldiers, follow." <sighs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, I personally think that that was him like kind of dealing with his uh what's the right word his brainwashing that they went through. That's not Inhibitor the right chip. word, but yeah, um. His conditioning. <coughs> conditioning, that's the word. Yes. Uh, that's the word. Interesting. You know, from the moment he's born. To think that they could all be, that they could all go through something like that, and he's just the first evidence of it. 
Um, Crosshair obviously also has already gone through it, but but his not was in like that specifically way. attuned because like yeah he was just like yes for the most part because I think the theory is with Crosshair being so focused on almost purely killing mm-hmm. like being a like a sharpshooter that's a job that entails like you're mostly gonna kill the whole time yeah so it makes you think like oh every time i look at the camera i feel like do i have lazy eyes <laughs> like my like i just feel like my eyelids just go nice and low sleepy eyes those are called sleepy well, eyes. because when i do podcasts i just turn it off like I just turn it's just my voice now. It's just my voice in my brain and I'm just like <laughs> So we're going to talk about Star Wars. It's fine. It's fine. I feel like I do have the sleepy eyes. So sometimes I have to be like, let's talk about Star Wars <laughs> with my eyes wide open. <laughs> hey. That was some so, Gojo eyes things. Some Gojo eyes moment. Yeah, I, I do have like very greenish blue eyes while like Gojo is just like mm, eyes. <laughs> yeah, his eyes are beautiful. He's unmatched. Oh I love him. Anyways, what I will go on a that, uh, freaking rant she didn't about like, him. She didn't, <gasps> she didn't like Gojo's eyes. She just thought that they were too much, but oh. no, she's like she's kind of like wrong though. She's so wrong. I'm so sorry. If you sorry. guys want to know what we're talking about <laughs> specifically, go check out the Kamino Anime Podcast <laughs> episode about Jujutsu Kaisen starring me. I'm I'm grounding that in. You can't change it now. I've already made a canon. Yes, fair. I, I, so there's true. no backing out of this one, Cheyenne. I won't let you out of it, I promise. And you can't let me out of it. The I intro will have prank you on there. will happen. <laughs> only once. I will only let him do it once. I won't let him yes, ruin it. Yes, only once. Because, you know, let it happen once and then let the joke die. That's how healthy things happen. Yes, that's a healthy prank. Um, Okay, the only other Easter egg that we have is, and it's really just kind of like a question mark Easter egg, is who do you think they, uh, Rafa, was it Rafa, was talking to at the end? So, later in the series, it does get explained. Okay, I figured. I figured. So, So you know. it, It gets answered relatively soon. So it's not Good. too big a deal. Okay. But oh. my first thought was Bail Organa. Okay, that's what this thing says too. That's what this article says. Yeah, does it say who it is though? No, I, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't read far enough. I only am looking at the title. It says Bail Organa it's question Ahsoka. mark and then it says Maul question mark. It's who? It's Ahsoka. Ah! No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, don't I'm do that goofing. to me. I'm goofing. Don't do that. No, to I me. wish. I feel like you would see a lot more stuff about Ahsoka if that was actually a yeah. thing. I also felt like, based on the way that that she was talking to whoever she was talking to, it wasn't gonna be Ahsoka. Because that was my first thought. No, it was not. I was like, who would they be talking to? The only person they know is Ahsoka, but that's not true because they're obviously traveling the galaxy now, which they weren't before. And the way that their tone, of, that her tone of voice was, I was like, nah, I don't know who it is, but it's not her. So you already know it. But that was that your was that. What? It's. Don't tell me. It's Bib Fortuna again. No. (laughs) Don't prank me and don't tell me. It's the secret reveal. It's the secret reveal again. Oh, my God. You didn't see it. But later it continues off that episode. You see him gesture his hand. He's got his long (laughs) gangly fingernails. That's rude. Um, So can we title this one? Uh. 
Clone Wars commentary, Bad Batch, five and six, and in uh, closed captions have it as um, Brody says the F word. <laughs> I can put it in the in the notes. I can put it in the episode notes. In the, in Brody, the notes. Brody said a bad word. Um, and then I'll put a little asterisk and it'll oh say my my bleeped out with por- porgs. <gasps> What's that say? That's rude. It says, don't come to school tomorrow. <laughs> It's, it's a picture of the Infinity Gauntlet. Oh like someone God. holding up the Infinity Gauntlet next to a backpack. <laughs> funny. Oh Good lord. Some people are just, they don't got couth, but it's funny. Yeah, <laughs> no couth, but it's funny. I love that. Um, okay, I think that's literally it. It left us on a good cliffhanger. Um, I am excited to see the next few episodes, and we will get back to y'all I'm with those. I'm to put on a second hat. With said next few episodes. <laughs> Your head looks so big now. Uh, Brody, do you want to tell people where they Thanks. can find you on the interweb? Um, so you could find me at my OnlyFans, and I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, you can find me on Twitter at uh, at Broadster underscore gaming, and same with my Twitch. And if you want to chat about stuff more, uh, I'm most active on Instagram. So check me out at um, at TK five zero zero one five. Nice. You guys can find me personally at C Jerica on Instagram and TikTok, or C at C Jerica ninety five on Twitter, which I don't use very often. Uh, and then don't forget to follow. My anime podcast at Nakamino Anime underscore podcast on Instagram. That's going to be the best place for episode updates. And then also this main channel at Kessel Run Weekly on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Twitter is also a good place to get a hold of Grace if you ever have comments or concerns you want to voice to her. And then Danny is Twitch streaming at Wookie Dan, and that's also a good place to reach Danny and Grace as well. And if you need us, most of us are all on the Instagram. Thank you all so much for listening and being here, and may the Force be with you. Always!